Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for RPG homebrew. I am your host and GM, Calder Kadavid, and with me are these three wonderful, famous explorers, because we're in the jungle and it doubles up. Ah, uh, okay. I am Paul. I play Kafka. He is a crow person and uh, a fighter. I am Watson and Crick, explorers of the human genome, which they stole from a woman. <laughs> All of your best ideas are stolen from women. It's true. <laughs> uh, I'm Christy Stakey, and I play Kata, and I'm Amelia Earhart, because I'm exploring the sky. There it is. That's nice. That's nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm Alan. I play Domius, the Dampier psychic, and I am Clark from Lewis and Clark, because... Clark was the bottom. (laughs) You know he killed himself, right? I understand that. I'm sad. (laughs) It's okay. He lived a full life. He was Lewis and Clark, so. That was a pun. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway. All right, friends. Your exploration of this orchid valley in the dragon's jungle has come to an end. You've seen almost everything about this little valley. I mean, the Dragon Jungle is an enormous place, and you've only seen a small section of it, but that section has been thoroughly explored. It sucks. Yeah, I feel like the parameters of this exploration adventure were not clearly lined out to me before I got here, but that's okay. It How- was fun. You knew you were going to come out on a journey to an ancient ruin. I was told there would be dragons. There I was a dragon. No dragons. What dragons did I promise you? I don't know. It's the Dragon Jungle. There should be dragons. You also promised us fuckable fishmen. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to episode zero here. You promised us fuckable fishmen. Here we are on the precipice of the end of our journey, and I have seen nary a fishman, fuckable or otherwise. So you're headed back to Damis's <laughs> ancient old ruined treehouse, and you see a fishman. His abs glisten in the sun. His scaly abs? His scaly abs. Oh, God. His mouth is wet. His tongue. Does he have a big fish mouth? A big fish mouth. Nice. Hot. Hot. (laughs) So you're trudging back through the jungle. You're en route to Damis's little... what? People can call me a treehouse little. It was, was it really, not little? It was, it was a gigantic tree. One of those big, you know, those big, like, what do they call those big trees in Africa? The You've seen them. I know about. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with like with like floors and like, you know, planks built in. And it like, was like what, full Swiss family Robinson? Yeah, he had 20 years to build this thing. I guess that's true. And there's all these beautiful silks like that hang from the, that they okay. hang as like the walls. Yeah, but like, I'm sorry, where did you find the time to like harvest and mill lumber into flat boards to create a floor? Uh, no. How did you finish it for weather protection? First of all, I scavenged things from um, Leroy, mm-hmm. um, including... Various clothes and garments made of silk to make my drapes and walls out of. It was like I, I basically. Right, we did talk about that. Yeah, that a bunch of your actual house had been destroyed to make your. Yeah, it's uh, like it's it's seriously it's gay family Robinson. I thought it was a remarkable treehouse. You don't look like you could swing a hammer at all. I can't believe you built the whole thing by yourself, Damius. Like it's oh. decent as far as nests go. I do, I do not believe I did it by myself, but. I don't, I don't know how to answer your question. I didn't really have one, but um, <laughs> mm, let's continue on then. I would like to do a perception check as we go along. Sure. Make sure we don't get bushwhacked. Uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, well, not so great. You, all you notice is that you do notice a couple things. Uh, but one big thing that you notice is that while you're walking through, you see signs that a lot of local uh, wildlife, you see signs of like animal tracks are all moving towards the river and out of the valley. Cool. So we have the right idea. Maybe we just don't come back to the low city after all. Like the monkeys are leaving. The apes are leaving. The lemurs are leaving. All three kinds of primate are leaving. Let's just get the people to the treehouse safely inside, and then we can decide. Okay. And uh, you make your way out there. And uh, it's it's a bit of a trek, because the treehouse is really 
pretty far towards the edge of the valley. Well, it's a very, it was the very first thing you, you guys encountered right. when you entered the valley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as you're making your way, uh, let's see, actually. I have, two, I have two thoughts in mind. Is one of them ghoul Eulister? Ghoulister? Ghoulister. As you make your way towards the treehouse, you're not too far away at this point. You're maybe, judging by yourselves, you've been traveling the majority of the morning. It's getting kind of late in the late in the morning, maybe early afternoon at this point, because you've been kind of going and you all you've seen like signs of animals leaving. You've seen maybe even like like a, like a jaguar or something like that, like cross your path and continue on. Like he's like is going towards the river, trying to get out of Orchid Valley. Mm-hmm. And not even jaguars. Wow. Yeah, even the jaguars don't want any of, it, any of this business. They're getting out. I thought this was more of a leopard jungle. Jada, what are the snakes doing? I don't know. You're what actually not that. Doing? You're not that far either. From my Amphis Bama home? Yeah, from the well, from where the veiled snakes were. The veiled snake tribe was. Cool. Uh, as you're making your way out there, though, give me a round of perception checks. Yeah, I totally got this, guys. I have a. 21 because I rolled a 20. 22. No, 23. I can't hey. do math. I got a 23 because I rolled a 20. Well done. Yeah, I also got a 23. Okay, cool. I got an 18. All right, that's all very good. The I assume the group of you are probably up at front with Kafka, who's got, I believe, Dion saying he's one of the bigger laborers behind him. And as you're making your way over there, you see that there is a large pile of stones and a small little uh, not a cross because that wouldn't be that wouldn't make sense in our world because there's no crosses a uh, but a, a grave marker next to lo- this large pile of stones wait how many faces does the god have that we have that we have here the the mini face the 12 face 12 god. face god so it'd have 12 points on it let's say that yeah, yeah. Like a, a 12 that you find a a makeshift 12 pointed star uh, at a large pile of stones. Okay. It looks like a bit of a grave cairn. How did we notice it on our way over? No, it's like this is because this is deep. This is in the jungle. Like you before you run the river. Got it. You're maybe you know half a mile from the treehouse. Okay. Um, and uh, I think Dami says you get there, like you kind of react to it in a sense, in a way that you feel like oh. I've been here, but I don't remember being here. Having that sense of it, I think that I approach it sort of curiously wondering, what is this thing? What is this grave here? Okay. You come over to it and you're inspecting it and you see that it, it's it's pretty big. It's got this, you know, it's the size of a, a person. It's about six feet long and a majority of like like really beautiful river stones are covering this entire thing. Like they they were pulled out of the river Zinji, brought back here to uh, really painstakingly cover this whole area. Well, that would take a lot of time, wouldn't it? It would take a lot of time. Well, it's an interesting grave. Mm-hmm. But this is not why we're here. I think as you're looking it over, you recognize uh, on the. On the side of it, you recognize your own like handwriting on the on the name of it. Oh, what what did I write? You wrote Marlowe, and then a big question mark after it. <laughs> Wait, it says <laughs> Marlowe with a question mark. Yes. Oh, that's that's a question mark. Yeah, it's got a big question mark after it. Um, I think I take Shaka's hand. Hey, what and I hold it. On? Uh. This is my handwriting. Who's who's Marlowe? These stones. I would have taken a long time to put these stones here. Okay, I'll make a perception check. Another one? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I got a 17. Okay. Alan, you see that the stones are starting to shake. All of you see that the stones are starting to shake a little bit. What is happening? I drop, Tramius! I drop the stretcher, draw my sword. Okay. I shift. <laughs> I, I think I I think I, I step back and I push Shaka behind me. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? And you guys see the this these stones begin to kind of circle around and you hear the voice of somebody uh talking and it sounds like it and it's kind of being broadcast into all your minds in a, in, in a way. I think at that point I think I think at that point Damia says, 
Martlow. You hear the sound of a, of a man, maybe in his early 40s or so. And you, you just kind of, he's kind of talking, he's like, we need to, we need to leave. I think if we, if we take the river and we hug the stream, we'll avoid the ghouls, we'll avoid the apes. We can be out of here within, within months. We just need to prepare and, and pack for it. And then a voice calls back to it. What, uh, what is your, what does that voice say? Uh, like, actually, Damia says. Uh-huh. Ooh, I like this. Okay. But it is not safe. We will die, we will die along the river. No, no, no. We'll be, we'll be okay. We, we'll die here. We'll die. These apes will kill us. The, those gnolls will kill us. Something will kill us. They'll, we've seen the bodies. We've heard the screams at night. We need to leave Damius. Wow. Kata's standing in shock. I think Shaq is also pretty shocked. Like, what? Is, hey, what's, what's happened? Who's? It's a hunt. Who says that? Chaka. I need you to make a will save. Oh, thank you, because I think that yeah, that might have to happen. Yeah, I don't make that will save. <laughs> I have a... Uh, is, it, is it a fear effect? No. Okay. Yeah, just for everybody knows, I got a seven on that will save. Okay, oh. uh, your, you, your dark half comes on. All right. Yeah, just letting you know. Like it's, your dark half is active. At which point... I turn to Shaka, uh-huh. and I say, we must destroy the haunt. We must end it. Okay, yeah. Your eyes, like, turn, like... Oh, like yeah, they might turn black. Your eyes, like, oh, full <laughs> yeah. black. Yeah. Veins coming off of, like, the, you know... Ugh, yeah, oh, it's, scary, weird oh, sclerosis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's like, all right. And uh, and, and the voices kind of continue, though. Like it's, And, like, you hear this voice, like, all right, Dami, so we, we have to get out of here, man. Like... You know I love you, and I, I I want us to be safe, and I want us to be safe together. We've we built this whole life here for each other, but it's not enough. We we deserve to be around other people. There's there's a world beyond this jungle, Damius. And Damius turns to Kafka mm-hmm. and says, "Kafka, stop it from talking." Uh, it seems like, and the stones on the on this grave cairn are like rising, and you see that there is a skeleton. Underneath, it's, he's wearing tattered clothes, uh, and you see that there is a, a sizable, like large dent in the in his uh, skull bone. Like, it looks like he was like struck with like some sort of large object. Hmm. Well, Kafka does the only sensible thing, mm-hmm. of course, which is to bring his sword down on this uh, prone skeleton. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, it exposed itself. It did. It, it, uh, nothing really happens though. You like the the bones look disturbed and kind of rattle around, and the the stones kind of coalesce back and forth. Um, but I guess uh, we'll kind of the two of you for now, and then the rest of the party, except for Dami, needs to make will saves as well. Yikes! Nineteen. Oh, you're fine. I am less fine. That is decidedly a fourteen. A fourteen. Uh, Kata, you are spooked. No. Oh. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But you are spooked for a, a good while. This is unnerving. And and I think uh, you see a phantasm of a, of a, of a figure appear, rise out of this uh, swirling stones. And it's a, a man. He's got kind of a, an unkempt, longer beard. He's, he's maybe missing a tooth in his front, on the front of his mouth, and he's wearing like tattered old clothes. And he looks out to, at the group of you and he says, "Damius, Damius, we were supposed to, we were supposed to leave here together. Wh- why, are we, why am I still here? I, I was trying to bring you out of there. We, where are we?" During this entire exchange, Kafka is swinging his sword through this phantasm. It is doing nothing. Yeah. Damis can still can still act, right? Yeah. So shaking, Damis is going to cast Cause Fear using Will of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Saying, I told you to leave. I told you to leave. Okay, okay, okay. And, um... He casts cause fear, so it makes a save. Okay, it makes I love save. it. Why not? Yeah. Sure, I'm gonna allow it. And 
he looks unfazed by your attempts to make him flee, and he says, We were supposed to go together. We were always going to have each other's backs. We survived the massacre of our home together. And now, what have you done, Damius? Why does my head hurt still? I think that at that point, Damius falls to his knees mm-hmm. and holds on and holding on to Shayaka, turning like turning like turning Shayaka and says, "Make it stop! Make it stop!" Shayaka looks at him. He's like, "I I don't I don't know what to do." Oh, great spirit! What is it you you want from us? What does a twenty-one to sense motive get Kafka? Ooh, I like that. I like that a whole lot. Uh, it seems that this spirit wants to leave the jungle. Oh, dope. I immediately just scoop up its skull and toss it in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, actually, that's okay. <laughs> I think this, uh, it kind of rattles around a little bit, and then it lo- like the spirit kind of looks at you, this kind of like this man, like he's bewildered in a sense. He looks at, you at Kafka and he's like, Will you get me out of this jungle? I don't want to. I don't want to die here. It's okay. I got my best guy on it, and then I stick the skull right on top of Archibald's head between his horns. <laughs> it's like a little skull hat. It's a little skull hat. All right. Is that gonna work? The spear kind of dissipates. However, Damis, you have recovered all of your memories. Whoa! Oh, Man. That's rough. You're yes. missing memories on top of the fireplace from Act so, 1. So, how did Marlo die? Because for the guys that I don't know, pers- like the people at home, I personally did not put in my background how Marlo actually died. I think you're like you're you're both leaving together and your dark half out of like fear of like leaving, like lashed out and like struck him with a rock uh, like psychically. Oh my god, and he's he was 40 then. Mhm. And I'm still 20. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I think I think Dommy's kind of now fully collapses onto the ground. Crying. Oh wow. Just like, like, like weeping on top yeah. of these like stones. And which have yeah. all then resettled. There's like, just the skull is now in, uh, on top of Archibald rattling around a little bit. And I think he lets go of Shaka's hand. Like he takes down and just kind of like maybe pushes him towards the, the direction of the treehouse. Mm-hmm. But just lets, lets go of his hand. And Shaka's like, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. It's going to be okay. And I think he, he looks up at Shaka and he says, No, it's... I am... I am a monster. You're not a monster. You've just... You've been through a lot. You've... You've been through a, more than most people go through in an entire lifetime. No, I... I have done horrible things. I have survived when no one else has survived. And, and I killed the only man who cared for me because he wanted to leave you were scared and I'm sorry that that happened I we're still getting you out of here we're gonna get him out of here too look at the sk- the skulls calm down and like Archibald's kind of like trying to get it off of himself a little bit <laughs> like you ever put like a piece of fur- tape on a cat yeah just kind of like batting at it <laughs> and like Kaka's like Archibald 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 give me that skull <laughs> <laughs> okay, at which point then I think that Dami springs up and he grabs the skull off Archibald's head out of, like out of annoyance. And he holds it up and looks okay. at it. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "No, he goes, Marlo, I promised that we would leave together and we will." Oh, okay. And he clutches it to his chest, turning his back on Shaka. <gasps> And Shaka looks a little sad, like kind of like, what? and like he looks a little, a little confused as uh, everyone heads in, uh, keeps heading towards yes, and the treehouse. Damius walks to the treehouse with his back to Shaka. Oh wow! Kafka, uh, Kafka pats Shaka on the back and says, "That's rough, buddy. He, he just needs some time. I think this is a lot. This is an awful lot." Yeah, ghosts are hard. Ghosts are hard. All right, and you guys make it to the treehouse, and the treehouse is undisturbed since last time you were here. Maybe maybe some animals might have gotten in and kind of moved things around. Some rain knocked some stuff over, but it's 
pretty much the same place you left it. Yeah, just gonna kick some snakes out with your boot. Yeah, kick some snakes out. Be careful. A couple tarantulas. Move on. Yeah. How are we all gonna fit in such a tiny place, though? It's only one small, tiny room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was described in the very beginning as this beautiful big tree It's house. very Swiss Family Robinson, right? Yes. Swish Family Robinson. It's Swish Family <laughs> oh, Robinson. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but they're able to lay down everyone who was injured and... The people who were injured are still recovering. They weren't really able to recover while they were being tra- uh, transported. But, uh, yeah, everyone's able to kind of lay out. All right, what are we... What's the plan? Uh, and I think at that point, I think Domius will find Ruth. Okay, uh, yeah. And he sits down next to Ruth. And he says, uh, he says, I remember, I remember all of it. You do? You remember, you remember everything now? And he puts his arms around her and holds her. It's been you, hard. I think I think you are the only one who can understand. I think you might be right. I remember all of this too. I'm glad you remember now. I'm, I'm sorry that you went through everything, and I'm sorry about. I'm sorry about what happened to Marlo. I remember. I remember Marlo. He was. He was a little older than me, but he seemed very nice. Nothing to say to this. It's, I just, I just want to sit in the moment and yeah. feel the feels. Okay, and I think <laughs> she like just kind of holds you, yeah. uh, and Shaka kind of looks on and he doesn't say anything. Uh, meanwhile, Shaq, uh Meanwhile, Cheldy, Suresh, and Anushka are hanging out over at, with you guys, trying to get with uh, Kada and Kafka, arranging everybody that is still injured and laying them out and trying to make sure they're all still okay. All right. Um, so like. What are we gonna do? Do do we just escape? Do we put out the boat and load her up and get everything out of here, or do we try to save Dreth? Um, my vote is we just try to get out of here. I'm now concerned, and especially because I'm a little bit spooked, feeling like I'm gonna not vote to going to save Dreth. In character, Kata's kind of scared now. <laughs> um, spooked even. She's spooked even, and and I I think. She just wants to get out of here at this point. Like, I think we can kind of, I feel like the whole party is feeling this sort of, okay, we can just, just a little bit farther, a little bit farther, a little bit farther, a little bit farther. And so going backwards seems like a terrible idea to Kata right now. Yeah. Yeah. Kafka has made no secret of the fact that uh, he wants nothing more than to get out of this place now. Mm -hmm. He thinks that they have done enough damage thinks that anything they could possibly do to try and make things better would probably only make things worse, and that the life of uh, a knoll who, like, while somewhat reasonable, she did try to kill us that one time. I, mean, I don't know, again, I think from Kafka's perspective, getting her pups out of the valley alive is enough of a promise kept. That's fair. Domius slowly takes the skull that he's holding on his chest, mm-hmm. and he hands it to Ruth. And he turns and says, Are you not afraid to die in this valley? Then you're fucking stupid. Perhaps I am meant to die here. I I don't think you're meant to die here, Damius. Who says that? Ruth. Ruth, okay. No one's meant to die anywhere. You die where you die. There's nothing special about it. If you want to die here, go ahead. But I don't want to. I have a whole life ahead of me. I haven't even had a quarter light crisis yet. I need to ha- I need to go to a wedding in a barn with string lights. String lights. I have a whole life behind me, a life that is much longer than you have lived, and it is full of mistakes. There is a demon who has invaded this jungle because of us, because of me. Just a moment ago, weren't you arguing that he would have come around no matter what we happened? A moment ago, who was I? Uh, Domius? Like, is, is, is this a trick question? Is this going to be on the test? Like, are you okay with l- leaving things as they are now? Yes. With a, with a demon infesting the jungle with, with a tribe of cannibalistic apes marauding through it? Uh, they were always here. The only way I see it, the only thing that never belonged in this jungle was us. That is true, perhaps. Perhaps leaving is all we can do. 
Yeah, I think it's best for us to just get out of here and get everyone out safely. Perhaps it is best that I escort you out and return later with my own expedition. Ooh. And there's a thought for a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to do that, bro. Get, get people with nothing to live for. I promise I will do it when you are dead and long gone. So you guys want to start putting together the boat? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's flat packed like Ikea furniture. <laughs> it takes a while. It's only pictures, no words. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and like there's the smiling guy and like there's a diagram and it's X'd out. But then there's an identical diagram next to it and there's a check mark next to it. And it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> there's only a single Allen wrench for the entire thing. And we lose it for a while. You get halfway through and realize you put the first thing in backwards. Uh. <laughs> and like it'll, I'm like, it'll still work. It'll still float. But like you can see the particle board. Yeah. All right, uh, that's excellent. You guys are able to, to take everything on on board. It's a lot roomier now, but luckily you're now going downstream instead of upstream, so you don't need all the manpower to actually move the boat. Mm-hmm. That's convenient because there's a lot of dead things. A lot less people now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So we get the boat assembled. Uh, the boat, yeah, you get the boat assembled. It is. Um, it takes the, the better part than. It is now the afternoon. The morning shift is, is the, what we would call the morning shift is over. For the is the ship kicking off yet? No. Okay. All right. Uh, but it is now all together. It is now all together, and the majority of your stuff is probably on board. I say we go now. We waste no time. We we sail through the night. We don't stop until we are out of the dragon's jungle. Yeah, back in the port. Yeah. Let's get back to Ovuba. Well, remember you have to go down. The, there's the rapids. Then, if you if you don't want to if you don't want to get out of the boat, then you have to remember when Ulysser died because you have to circumvent the rapids. Hey, rapid means fast. Yes, <laughs> that, <laughs> means fast. that is true. Okay, cool. All right, I did whatever you say, Kafka. All right, so we start moving out of uh, moving up to. The boat, everything's on. Every, you've moved all the injured people on board. They're laid out on the back plank, on the back benches. Suresh is looking over. He's he's looking over all of his notes, and he's holding his family tight. And he says, "I do wish I could have seen a little bit more, but probably best to get this all cleared up, huh?" He's looking over at, on his red inflamed skin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is there any sort of protection spell, Shayaka or Chaldi, that you can do for the boat? Do you have like a general on a boat itself? I just want like a like a little protection bubble. Here, I, here, no, I, I got something for this. I got something for this here. And uh, Shaka goes up to the boat. Oh, great Sun Wukong! Your your travels through the world, we respect them. We wish to drink with you in the halls of the Banana Kingdom. <laughs> Bless this boat. May it sail us swiftly so that may we, we shall enjoy our prosperity and more bananas and maybe a plantain or two. I, th- I, I think with that, that Dom just kind of smiles a bit. You can see like a tear drop from his eye. It's a little like reddish and bloody because that's what they do. Yeah, and and he and he walks up and he kind of just stands next to Shayaka just a bit, like just a bit behind him with his shoulder touching. Ah, Kafka leans over to Kato and says, "He always sneaks up on me. How churchy this guy is." <laughs> it's, true. it's true. He's like he's like mad chill until it's time to, to, to eat dinner, and then always about the same grace. <laughs> so, and it's like intentional grace. It's not even a song. Never trust a Venara with an acoustic guitar. That's what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, that hilarious. boat, that boat, guys, this is safe. We're going to get there. No problems at all. Sun Wukong, he's looking over us today. I know, we know he doesn't normally do that kind of thing, but I feel him. I feel him in the wind. So what, what in-game effects does that translate to? Oh, none. So this is just some flavor. Like banana flavor, like 
Like it's that it's but it's that real banana flavor. It's not that fake banana. It, oh, so it doesn't taste like banana runts? Yeah, it doesn't taste like banana runts. It's like a real banana. Uh. It's like you could tell they real they use real frozen bananas in that smoothie. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's the case, then uh, I'm gonna roll a perception check just to make sure we're not being watched or we're not about to be uh, bamboozled okay. while we uh, disembark. Oh, shit. That is a very good perception check. Can I get a 26, please? Yeah, you notice uh, Ka is slinking off into the jungle. What? Yeah. You were, while you were helping out load the, load the ship up, you've noticed that Chrissy kind of, like, had let, like, Kata had let down Ka off of her shoulder while she was busy kind of with other things. And Ka was, Ka is normally like, content to bask in the sun and just eat a fly or something that comes by or a beetle. But this time, you see that Ka seems to slink away into the jungle very quickly. Kata! Kata! You stink! Ka? I chase it. Okay, you chase after Ka? Yeah. Can, can you talk to him directly? Like, no, I don't. There's no, like, parcel. Unless, they, you can just, Unless it's a smart you animal. You empathy with, like, yeah. snakes. So if it was a smart animal, I could talk to it. Got it. But it's not. It's just an animal. Just an emphysbema. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you start to chase after like little Ka. Yeah, I'm looking for little Ka. Right, little Ka is like sidewinding its way through the jungle. It seems to be almost chasing something itself. Is it? Is it following the? I'm not in this, but like, is it following kind of like roughly the same path that all the other animals fleeing the jungle were following? No, it is not. Oh, okay. It's going back to its mom, and I don't really want to charm its mom again. <laughs> but you're level five now. It's true, and I have much more of a snake butt. All right, let's try it. You could, you could hook up with its mom. I'm not gonna hook up with its you mom. You could be its new mom. No. <laughs> See, new love for everyone. No, it's got two heads. It's too much. Really? Because that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is what the this is what the family unit is now, Christy. One two-headed snake. One part person, part snake with a single head. The family can be a lot of things. Okay. It's not the 1950s anymore. Yeah. yeah. The love is still real between all three collective heads. Okay, but I am one of the heads and I don't feel the love. And now it's being forced upon me and I don't like it. Um, I go find my snake. All right. You, as, you, as you chase your snake through the... Through the jungle, she, she's kind of getting. She's moving really fast. She's huh. moving faster than you'd ever seen her move before. Uh, make a perception check. Ka, come back. Plus eight, so sixteen. You see, you notice that Ka is suddenly in a tree, really high up, w- further ahead. Why? Why indeed? I go and find it. It looks down. Uh, you see that Ka is like kind of like looking down at you. Like kind of quietly, and then it, you see out of its back, two little fluttery wings grow out of Ka's back. What? And then move to another tree. What? Why do you fly? Make a perception check. A perception check. Why does my snake fly? Twenty-four. You see, and really, wow, what a great. You've no, You look around and notice that suddenly there's a bunch of little snakes in a bunch of these trees. Like they're all looking at you. Hi, little snakes. And you kind of look around yourself, and you realize that you're kind of in the middle of a bunch of ruins. Oh no, I walked into the middle of the Emphis Bay my nest. You, you see that you're around a bunch of snakes, like, like, Ka, like little Ka had wings, mm-hmm. and then a lot of these other ones don't. And like some of these, and now you see that most of them are Ka sized, like little tiny bright green snakes. But some of them are much larger, and you even see... Uh, like coiled up on top of one of the buildings is like this gigantic, gigantic snake, and you recognize the snake from the river from way earlier. It's its mom. Who is also watching you? I wave. You like are surrounded by dozens and dozens of snakes, and all of like not all of them are amphisbama. Some of them are, not all of them are. I'm in a full shift. Okay, and then like and like suddenly like a bunch of them. Do snakes all make a hiss noise, right? Like, yeah. That's yeah. A thing. yeah. Except for the ones that rattle. No, wait, no, they also hiss. Yeah. And like, I think all of them make like this like, kind of like s- noise with you is like when you rattle with them. And like they all are all kind of like bobbing their heads back and forth. I mimic them in my little dance. <laughs> <laughs> and Ka floats down and lands on your head. Yeah. Okay. And kind of coils or coils herself back around you, and the largest snake, the one that you met on the river earlier, like slowly winds towards you, and is eyeing you. She gets right up in your face, 
and you feel something crazy. You, you feel like a connection with snakes. Like you've always felt connected with snakes, but now you feel connected with snakes in a way that you've never ever come close to experiencing. It is, you suddenly, like you no longer have any connection to the human world. You are a snake. Oh, weird. And like they are, and they are also with you. And like there's like this whole kind of revelry and like joy of like feeling the world under your stomach and like the excitement of of stalking your prey and the excitement of of being one with the world and being part of nature. And you kind of hear a fun, uh, and you hear a voice kind of pop out of Ka for a moment, and Ka, and one of Ka's mouths starts opening and closing and speaking to you. What? But and it's kind of like this crazy voice, though. Like it's it's un it's unbelievable. Like what kind of voice this is? Hi, hi, Kata. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so very excited. Hi, Ka. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this is goofy. Huh? You're adorable. I like it. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm not really Ka. I'm just using Ka. What? You've taken such good care of me. Yep, you have. Yes, you have. Like, and as you speak, Ka is like winding his way around your arms and body and legs and constantly, constantly moving. Cool. What is happening? And wrapping around you. And it, his voice sounds otherworldly. Like something, it, like he's being used as a mouthpiece for something else. Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> You've done a really good job. I knew I found something special in you when you walked into that, into that ruin all those years ago. I never thought I'd find someone else like you. Huh. What is happening right now? Uh, you feel something kind of stir- like that. Uh, there's a stirring inside of you, and and your best get and like as far as you can tell, is that this is something of like a divine nature. Am I talking to Pickle Perry? You might be talking. To Pickle oh no, I'm talking to Pickle Perry. This is very exciting for me. This is my god, the Agathian Lord of Mischief, also known as the the like the Glimmer Gleam. The or Glimmer Gleam. Guys, I'm talking to my god. We're not there, but yeah. Right, well, whatever. Christy's <laughs> no. excited. Kate is very excited, but Christy's excited. Listeners, if you can see my face right now, it's pretty cute. She is twisting her <laughs> hoodie strings into a pretzel over here. I'm so excited. Cr- Christy's wearing a, a, a me undies onesie tonight. This is true. And she literally has wrapped around her face with her with her bangs popping out of it <laughs> dramatically. Relatedly, uh, this podcast is sponsored by MeUndies. Uh, enter code MYTHOS for a 20% Don't discount. Don't tell people that. They might try it. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to keep trying all the usual suspects. MeUndies, Quip, NatureBox. Hey, whatever happened to NatureBox? I feel like they po- they sponsored a lot of podcasts and then they just stopped. Did, didn't we say that our finale episode was going to be a MeUndies party? They were all going to wear our MeUndies for that? I guess we'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to me, God. Talk to me. Okay, well, hi. Hi. You've done an amazing job, and I'm very proud of you. Thanks just... for picking me all that long time ago back in those ruins. Also, for giving me this little snake buddy. Oh, you... No, this is all you. Like, you've just exceeded all... You've just done so well. I'm so proud. I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, you're not as funny as I thought you would be, because I think humans are so funny. <laughs> but you're kind of... You're kind of dull. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay because I can play funny pranks on you and then like suddenly you see a bunch of the snakes that have appeared like explode into confetti and then what? like little Ka starts like laughing <laughs> this is great okay I am the Mary Gleam Pico Perry I come from Nirvana Look at me go! Look at me do my little dance! And like suddenly, like Pico Perry, like like she's like he's taking over Ka's body during this, and like he's just like doing this weird wiggle in the air in front of you. I do the weird wiggle in my little snake. Yeah, butt. do this wiggle with me. Wiggle with me now, Kate. Kate, wiggle with me. Wiggling. So, uh, 
Here's the thing, Kata. Here's the thing. There's this crazy fucking demon in this jungle. And he's super serious. He's like crazy serious. And like, I just don't like it. I had this tribe of Nakaji here that they liked me. They have a whole shrine. Look at it. And when you say that, you see like a whole bunch of these snakes suddenly pour over and reform columns and reform walls. It's a, they're made out of snakes now. Oh, crazy. But you could tell like where like bits of ruin were, where on this building you're kind of outside of, suddenly where wall should be are now filled with like coiled snakes as they've remade this like this big temple. Here, come on, come on. Okay. And you step inside, and like it's it is it, it's almost it's nuts. Like all of the build, all of the walls, the ceiling are made of living snakes. Normal Kata just... would have been terrified, but this Kata is so excited by Pico Perry that she doesn't care. This is great. This is fantastic. Continue. <laughs> here, come here. And uh, like she and Pico Perry brings you over to uh, the side. And he's like, now here's the thing. I'm really worried about this dragon's jungle and the Orchid Valley. I think, like, I just worry about what's going to happen to all these people here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we we freed Zoramnayama. We thought that that was going to be the solution, but maybe... No, I get it. Like, it's crazy. Like It's a little bonkers. Like, it's neat. Like, oh, throw, his, throw a fucking demon ape at him. That's good. Like, I'm into it. I'm glad. They I felt not, like you were on board. I did not see that shit coming. <laughs> no, I felt like I felt like you were encouraging funny. me. <laughs> um, yeah, but so... Here's the thing. They're nuts. They're, like, nuts. And, like, his eyes get big. They're, like, crazy. Oh. You know? And I'm worried... Here's the thing. I'm worried that they're gonna leave. And, like, I have other Nakaji tribes here that worship me in other valleys, other parts of the dragon's jungle, and, like, a bunch of rampaging Charuka led by a demon. That's bad. That's so bad. Oh, no. Okay. You, I, like, I don't, I'm not gonna force you to do anything, Kata. That's not my way. I'm not into that. But you already knew that I felt bad about not doing it, and now you're just exploiting my feeling bad. I'm with you always, Kata. I'm always looking after you. I'm always here every time you sit. Every time you sit on a whoopee cushion. Every, <laughs> every, t- <laughs> every time you wake up and you think, and you're like, oh, I, I did this in the morning, and like everything's a mess. It's me. I'm just. It's my little jokes. I'm full of little jokes. It's my whole thing. I'm the Mary Gleam. I appreciate you. Everyone and- finds me delightful. Look at my dance. Look at my dance. I do find you delightful. And he's dancing. Look at my dance. I do find you delightful, and I love that you're the little Mary Gleam. Can I keep Ka though? And I. Oh yeah, this is. I'm just using Ka. He said it was cool. Oh okay. So Ka is still mine though. Ka is still yours. Cool. I'm just using it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, little Ka. Well, I guess. Here, I wanna. I'm not just. I'm not. I'm not a dick. I, I got a question. I got a question. What? Okay. Where? Where? Where is Ramnagam right now? Where? I don't know. I'm not a. Nick Hello, king. you're a god. I'm not a god. I'm a, a Gaithian lord. I'm a very powerful. But I'm like I'm CR twenty six or something. <laughs> Can't you like pop into some other snake somewhere else in the jungle and like boop boop? I believe fine, fuck it, fine. And like all of a sudden, like you see like he like you say that to like the little snake, and like suddenly she's like gone like Kod just like turns back to fucking normal for a second. Like you're in like you're like this crazy snake temple that's made out of snakes. And then, like, Kaj is, like, totally normal. Like, wraps right back around you. Starts eating a beetle. Oh. You're covered in beetles for some reason. Yeah. And then also, like, in, like, two minutes later, pops back up, grows wings again, and starts dancing around. All right. All right. Here's the thing. I found him. It Great. took a second. All right. He's in a temple to Angazan. He's doing something weird. He's, like... He's, he's, t- he's touching his charoka and they're growing horns. It's terrible. Oh. That's not good. Okay. Well, that's helpful. Thank you for the information. 
I'm gonna go try and get rid of this demon lord for you. You, I'm not saying you have to. That's not my business. Yeah, but now I feel guilty, so. I just expected more from you. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to out here keep things light. I'm keeping things loose. And then I'm like, oh, I expect people who I give power to to like, you know, do what's right. And here you are. I'm doing, I've been doing. Have you not seen me no, do I, all the I, things? I, I, I recognize, like, like game recognize game. Okay, as long as you recognize, I will go try to get wait, rid of. Wait, I'm not fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like flies through the air and like squirrels down into the shrine itself. It's mm-hmm. like burrowing around, like you see, like, a bunch of rocks and things that like cock and no, in no way actually lift. Like are flo- I being thrown through the air back towards you. It's rummaging. It's rummaging around. And uh, here, and like it kind of like bumps you over an <laughs> amulet that gro- that is uh, a sn- uh, it's a, it has an or- an u- Ouroboros 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 has an Ouroboros uh, around a uh, glowing green emerald, and it's an amulet. <gasps> so cool! Yeah, it's a little gift from me to you. Appreciate you. I don't abuse it. That's, what? I'm not into that. I won't abuse it, but what is it? I don't think you will. I'm just saying don't. (laughs) Okay, but what is it? It's an amulet. It's an amulet of mighty fists. Ooh. It'll make your attack stronger. Sweet. Especially against evil creatures. Oh, that's helpful. Thank you. I would hope so. I put it on. All right. It's uh, an amulet of mighty fists, uh, and there's an ability tied to it. It is holy. Ooh. How does one not abuse... A uh, holy amulet of mighty fists. Like, just curious. Especially at level five. Yeah, I think she's just gonna go off on that, right? So that's plus one d six damage to any evil and two d six. Not e- not evil. Like it's it's like a little broader. It's like a little like more specific than that. Evil outsiders. It's evil. Yeah, it's got like an evil outsider. I think. Nice. Evil outsiders plus two d six damage mm-hmm. on each hit. But also the mighty fist thing gives her some kind of bonus thing. That would be normally, but we are playing the, with the rules oh, that yeah. nothing kind of doesn't happen. Yeah. You're right. So it's just an extra two d six every hit. Um, evil. The, uh, I mean, I'll evil pull outsiders. The exactly for you. Pickle Perry, I knew I picked you for a reason. You small lesser god. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, this it make your weapons now count as good aligned. Yes. And it, bypa- it bypasses corresponding damage reduction and deals 2d6 against all creatures of evil alignment. Uh, blah, blah. The negative level remains. No, yeah, it's just 2d6 against all creatures that are evil. Told you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And they're good aligned. That's fantastic. I've had holy weapons before. Yeah. So, just to be clear, you have an Ouroboros to fight the Baragara. <laughs> I do. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> And it's silly, which is the best kind of correct. (laughs) Pickle Perry approves. All right. I'm not saying use this to kill Zoran Nagam. I'm not about that. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But like if you were to kill Zoran Nagam, okay. It's funny because it's so serious. (laughs) And it's funny when serious people's plans don't come to fruition. That's true. It does aggravate them. Okay, I'm gonna go try. I was already feeling pretty bad about that, Noel. So here, we're up. all my friends want to give you a hug. Come on, guys! There's like hundreds of snakes here, and they all start like kind of like circling around you, and it's like almost like an enormous like. It looks almost like a beehive made out of snakes. It's a snake swarm, and they're all like wrapped around you, and it's like they're no, but none of them like hold you too tightly, but you are totally enwrapped by snakes. Kata finds this really comforting. Yeah, I think you do. Like, it's a like it's a real, it's like a grounding moment for That's you. That's crazy. And as soon as it happened, like, all of a sudden, like, it's over. And all the snakes, like, mindlessly slither away. Like, and all that's left are Nawadis, who looks down uh, at its little baby, and it kind of, it looks like they're kind of, like, they're kind of hissing back and forth to each other. And then they, like, Nawadis, like the, this giant amphisbema kind of touches the head of its kid and then it kind of slithers back over towards you and then Nawadis slithers back towards the river. So out of curiosity, though, did any of those snakes shed their skin in this process? Maybe. 
I will look. So Nawadis is gone. Yes. I wave at her as she goes. She hit, and one, the, the 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 other head of her looks around and like like gives you like a, a heads. Like I a head I nod turn. I nod my head down like like thank you for giving me your child. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, now I perception check and see if there's any sh- snakeskins around. Go for it. It's an eleven. There are. There's Great. a gigantic fucking snakeskin left from Noatis. Fantastic. I pick it up and put it in my bag of holding. Okay. You find as a much of it as I can carry. You find a gigantic Amphisbamus snakeskin. Great. It's kind of flaky and weird. Yeah, it's not super cute. But no. Like, but like, I put it in my bag of holding. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I think I become... I think I shift into full Kata for a minute. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of like process life as a non-snake yeah. <laughs> for a second and be like, oh wait, I, I'm a human. Okay. This happened. This was real. And it's great. Okay. Here we go. And so I walk back to the group with Ka. Huh? Kafka waves you say, Katie, you'll never believe what happened. I just communed with a bird god and I got this sword that gives me plus 3d6 holy damage. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> does, does Kafka have a god? Hey Fang. It is Hey Fang, the Duke of Thunder. Yeah. He's a real god, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That scene about Kafka no. getting a cool sword is not canon, but if anybody over there with an AO3 account wants to make it happen. If we get enough likes, Paul, by the next episode, you might get a cool sword. But if we don't get enough likes, Kafka dies. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh beans. Everybody hit that like button for your old buddy, Kafka. <laughs> You heard it here, kids. Hit that like button or Kafka dies. Clap like you mean it. But no, you make it back to camp? Yeah, I make it back to camp. And I'm like, guys, I just had the weirdest thing happen to me. Damis, I know you just had a weird thing happen to you, but like this was insane. There were all of these snakes. Are we competing for the weird things? No, I just feel bad like having this weird moment after you had a very serious moment. My moment's less serious. <laughs> okay, what happened in your moment? There were all these snakes, guys, guys, guys. The jungle filled with snakes, and they rebuilt this temple completely from snakes, and everything was snakes, and it was crazy. And then Ka grew these little wings, and he started dancing around like this, and he was talking to me like this, and he was talking, and they became a god. I was talking to my god. Pickle Perry came into Ka and like danced around in the little sky thing, and then he gave me this present. It's like a little, see, look, amulet. I think Shaq is like, technically, Pico Perry's an imperial lord, but okay. Whatever. I thought he was an Agathian. <laughs> he's an Agathian imperial. He's a very powerful Agathian. Exactly, but he's the whole reason that I can turn into snakes and shift and things. So he's my god, thanks very much. All right. Are you sure you do not eat any of the gray-brown mushroom that grows on the side of the tree <laughs> right over there? Unclear, but I do have this physical amulet, so at least I know that part happened. So this amulet's awesome, and it's from Pico Perry. But it, I think I have to go back and get rid of Zoranagam. Oh, what the hell? You mean you've also been given a, a completely extra reason to go back to the city after we've made up our minds? I have to go back. It sounds like I'm the only one who hasn't been given a reason or a cool weapon to go back. <laughs> <laughs> really good try, Kafka. <laughs> I mean, I can't see any reason for my character to go back unless I had a cool weapon. <laughs> and he and Kafka, falls in the sky. <laughs> I was saying, I think Kafka waits for a very long moment and just nothing happens. <laughs> I think that uh, Domius just makes eye contact with Shayaka, just looks him in the eyes. Okay. Silently. And says, and doesn't say anything. Just because right, it's, it's silent. silent. Right, it's silent. <laughs> just, and Shayaka looks back and he says, what are you thinking? I do not want to leave you. Then don't. But you heard her. There is a god that pushes her into the jungle again. I don't know that I, I cannot just let her do that alone. Ah, uh, damn it. All right. You're okay. Okay. I don't want this Angazan worship getting out of control. Like that's. I'm, a, I'm not about that. Pickleberry thinks that it, Pickleberry thinks it could take over the entire jungle. 
not just the Orchid Valley. Like, Zoran Nagam might destroy all of the Dragon's Jungle. Zoran Nagam, from what I understand, is he's not a regular Baragara. He's a, an exceptional Baragara. He's made from the souls of the greatest Charuka warriors and priests for generations. He's he's not on average an average member of his own kind. Can the can the dragon just deal with this? It's not like the dragon's whole deal. It's his jungle, right? Like So Domius cups his hands around Shaka's face, presses his forehead to his, with tears coming down his eyes, and he says, How can Marlowe be free from the jungle if the jungle pours outward endlessly. You're right. We'll do this for you. We'll do this for Marlo. But we can't risk everybody. What do we want to do? You want to? We can't kill Zoranagam. I heard what he did to Sugar Glade. But no, we can send him back. Back to? You mean send him to the abyss? Yes. Okay. That seems awfully risky. Yeah, but we know how. It's in the Book of Screams. Okay. Okay. Can we do that from here? No, we definitely have to go back. No, we must go to him. All right. All right. Okay. Great. Fine. Okay. I'm like, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just taking this all in, guys. <laughs> he holds his hand again. And goes, I do I do not know if you come come with. I don't know if I'm good. If I would feel good with you come with us, that would be that would break my heart if you were to perish with me. I'm I'm gonna come with you, Damius. That's not a that's not a question. Malik and Malik looks up. He's like, what? He's like, you you got this, right? You can you can watch over the Sumadras and everyone who's hurt. And he's like, I think we should just leave. Still, like, I'm glad that Kata found some sort of magical destiny out there in the jungle. But I think I think we should just get going. Like, I, I don't want to say fuck Beastkin, but like, we need to go. I mean. Everything except for the fuck beastkin part is stuff that I totally agree with. I, Chaldi also gets up. She's like, we're just leaving the tribes outside this valley to, to get massacred by Charuka. I mean, it sounds like that was going to happen one way or the other, right? Yeah, but now we can fix it. But we gave them a, we gave them a demon to lead them. We we did it for a reason. We might, we had to get rid of the hags, but the thing that we that we created, we have to we have to put an end to it. I'm really struggling here, guys, but appealing to goodness is not going to work on Kafka. No, of course it doesn't. Like, I get that. Like, speaking as Paul the player, I want to come along, but I have not yet been presented with a good reason for Kafka the character. Kafka! There are Tango tribes. Kafka, I will give you an A if you come with us. Wait. Really? <laughs> Really? Yes. It, it, in what subject? The one that I have power. I can get a, pick one. Pick one and I will give you I will give you an A on this research project that you're on for this semester. Not in caring for Archibald because I'm not quite sure how you're doing with that. But I will give you an A <laughs> in the research project that you're on right now for this quarter. Kafka unshe- Kafka slings up his sword. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay. Could have thought of that two episodes ago. I have been so consistent with what Kafka wants, you guys. Yeah, I mean, Tommy's is fully confused at this point. He's like, what? What is an A? (laughs) Why does he want one so bad? (laughs) I only know the appeals of the D. No, No, like when... I mean, I was in school. They gave us stickers. It had an apple. You scratch it. It smells like apple. (laughs) If you got a plus sign, it was good. If you got a check sign, less good. <laughs> no <What> bad. <laughs> what, whatever you do, do not bring a triangle home to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, okay. Continue on. We're, we're going to wrap this up soon. I I would like to nominate Christy for an emerald for that. Move, that was though. a good... That was you good know one. what? 100%. Yeah. Also my snakes. Christy's earned an emerald. 100%. Like, the snake stuff was good, but... <laughs> The Chrissy is 100% earned an emerald this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely MVP this episode. Christy, That's my emerald. Great. And now I'm going to wear it like a necklace. So. <laughs> the emeralds, the round. You know. yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. your it's amulet. All right. So, team, we're going back. Is Chayaka really who we want to bring with us? We really shouldn't bring Chelsea. She's kind of. Do we bring. She's kind of useless. I, 
I think that if I am going to do this, I must have Shaka with us. Okay. Shaka's down to come. Chaldi looks over. She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll come too, or I can, I'll stay and protect, every, help protect the people here in case, God forbid, something happens. Chaldi, you're very cool, but also not that great in a combat situation. I can cast. Magic missile, magic we saw. Missile, yeah. okay, it, yeah, no, you have a stick that casts magic missile. It's not like you can actually do it. Mm. Leave her <laughs> alone, Kafka. Uh, well, well, Malik, before we head out, like this is the big one. What have you got for us? Yeah, I'll give you all my money. <laughs> do you guys have any money left? I do not. I've never had. I any haven't money. had to spend it, so I don't I know. I've given you money during this campaign. Yeah, but we just kind of put it in a pile because there's nowhere to spend it. It was Malik. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> none, of us, none of us did that. So really, whose fault is it? I've just been living off Senbu. I have seventy-five I gold free. pieces on my character sheet. So I have one hundred and thirty-four gold pieces. I feel like you gave us more. I'm sure. I'm sure there's way more. I think we I just never you, like, write it down. I could sell. And then, like, but, like, I've always interpreted that you would just sell it to Malik. Yeah. This is the problem with running things on Hero Lab. You can't pencil in your gold. I mean, I also just never tracked the gold because... You were in charge of tracking stuff. No, I was not. Malik, hang on, I got this. Malik, I know you want to bring home a profit to your dad. But you know what would be even better to bring home? A tale of how you, Malik, outfitted a team of demon slayers. With your company's gear, think of the sponsorships. What can you give us up front? You're right. You're right, Kafka. I got some. Check this out. Check this out. Here, man. And he put. He, he like kind of gingerly goes into a back bag, and he pulls out this huge fucking sword, and he gives it to Kafka. <laughs> Kafka, this is my best sword I have. Take good care of it. It's a wicked sharp. What is it? It's a masterwork greatsword. Kafka <laughs> looks at it and kind of sees how it's not on fire and gently pushes <laughs> it back to Malik. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I, I, I could accept it in potions. Oh, you just want, you want potions? What kind of potions do you want? You guys, I'll let you... Uh, how about this? For... Malik agrees, and he'll give you guys each, um, just to keep it, like, for, like, game purposes. How about each of you can pick two second, a second level or under potions, and they're in your, they will be in your inventory. Okay. Right. I also have a small necklace with an emerald I could give you. That's great. How much is it worth? I don't know. It's a smaller necklace with an emerald in it? It's a hundred gold pieces. Great. I had a hundred gold pieces to go. spend. And we'll do that kind of thing off off, yeah. off mic. I've also got a silver unholy Angazan. All of that stuff. If you want to sell anything, it can be done off mic. The the other thing that I want to do before we go is I want to go through all of uh, the, our stuff that we've packed away before we go. Okay. And I want to retrieve both of Dalton's guns. Ooh, okay. The two muskets. Yeah, so Kafka has, just for the record, Kafka has... The Dal- the the Yug family bow or Juge Juge the Juge family bow, um, and uh, his flaming longsword, and now he's strapped. And now he's strapped. Yeah. You also have that um that crazy fucking axe too. Sorry, it's not on my character sheet. Oh, you got it during uh, got it during the Hall of Hostilities. The uh, it's an anarchic great axe. Cool. We're gonna level up for the next fight, right? What have you done? Besides, you get sad. We've had character development, but it's a kind of leveling up. It is a kind of. I, do, I get experience points back because the count sort of like encounters, but like, we get leveled up not that long ago. I mean, you think we go for the sixth level for the big fight, right? Because you want third level spells. That's yes! what <laughs> I want to walk into the dungeon with third level spells! <laughs> That's what Come on, it's You're dramatic! To play it's dramatic. Okay, so. The group of you are outfitted. You grab a, a Malik hands you a handful of his remaining potions, and Anushka, Ruth, and Suresh look on at you. Please, all of you, come back safe. I wish you weren't doing this, but I I understand why you are. Yes, uh, oh students, Kafka, you definitely get an A from me. And Kata, obviously, you're doing very well in your studies, and the, you're, you already had a guaranteed name. You actually earned it. Thank you. And Damius. 
I mean, not one of your students. No, but also you get an A. <laughs> I, did, I do not need your A. Here it is! <laughs> no. Just... Just Ruth. Take care of Marlo. I'll make sure he gets back. I'll make sure he, he gets home. Anushka kind of looks up. Bye, guys. I... You guys are really brave. So, don't die, please. No, it would suck. I get it. Yeah. I'm going to try and kill Mathilti so that you don't have nightmares anymore. I would have... Appreciate that. Thank you. That's very mm-hmm. cool of you. Really rad. And then Jelly's like, I okay. I just be good. Everyone be good. I I'll take care of everything here. Get him. I just I guess get him. If it and if it all goes south, if the if the Sharakas start to come for you, flee. Take the boat and go south. If we're not back in three days, you go. Okay. Or if the or if the or if the jungle erupts. Or if the jungle erupts, things gotten real bad. Yeah, the mm-hmm. boat is ready. Yeah, the boat's ready. So we'll we'll go. We'll be we'll be ready to go. And then Moeni steps out. All right, guys, you get out of here. Just go. <laughs> Just go, guys. I can't. I can't. <laughs> He's crying down his and his and his tears fall to his very muscly, muscly pecs. But when he is cut, I don't know if I addressed this earlier. <laughs> yeah, Damius looks awkwardly at Chaka. Why is he like? Why are you staring? Chaka's like, I, I can appreciate a form. I'm not dead. <laughs> and uh, the group of you head towards the low city. It's a bit of a trek. It's about afternoon now, isn't it? Yeah. So it's it's by okay. So and the sun is. Uh, starting to lower in the sky and the shadows are long casting strange shapes over the valley there is an unease throughout the whole place does the moon look red the moon is rising and yes there is the the it is not the same sort of intense blood red as before but you can tell like even from where you are now this area there's a tint to it and there's a tint to all of this uh so have we like arrived at the the perimeter of the low city? As you travel on, by the time you get there, it's night. What does it look like when we are? As you guys approach the low city, you from you know from far, from far away, you can already hear the sounds of chants and screams and calls, and you see that there is a massive. From what you can tell, there are massive fires burning from the direction of the low city. And uh, and Chaka looks up and he kind of grips Damius's hand. He says, "There's no going back now, guys." And I and I turn to Shock and I give him a deep kiss. And I say, "We do this together." All right, you and me, let's go. And as you get there, you see that there are, you know, all those Charakaho before. They're all dancing wildly. They are. They are. The the whole place has been turned on its head. There are the, the where there were the cages of Gripply. They've all been now skewered and are being roasted over open pits of fire. You see that you see hung up in a cage, uh, alive, but uh, is Dreth Brightclaw being dangled over an open flat over an open pit. You see that, and there are all these uh, Charkar dancing and having a great time. They they have a bunch of uh, gem, they have a bunch of soul gems, and they're eating them. They are just taking huge chunks out of soul gems, and like almost like how like they break the soul gems and like suck out the soul, like they would, uh, like they would bone to a mo- marrow to a bone. Well, <laughs> and that's the end of this chapter of the Mythos <laughs> Manual. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.